Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, Peace Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, go give me a subscribe on this YouTube channel. And if you listen to podcasts, go give me a five-star comment, five-star like, five-star review so I can keep this content coming to you guys. But first off, man, I've been hearing a lot of chatter, a lot of chatter about how Texas did Mike Stoops when it comes to hiring him for the linebacker position coach here at Texas or not hiring him. Allegedly, Mike Stoops was offered a job by Coach Sark to coach linebackers here at Texas. Now, uh, seems like some of the donors and, you know, like maybe the AD might have came in and, and, and basically said that Stoops is a no-go here at Texas. Let's find somebody else. I don't have a problem with this, guys. Anybody understands. If you went to Texas or you're a fan of college football, you know the Texas OU rivalry is one of the biggest rivalries in college football history. It it basically rivals up there at Alabama, Auburn, you know, Ohio State, Michigan. It's one of those rivalries. And the Stoops name is bad blood here in Texas. A lot of the fans were in uproar when they heard about Stoops even possibly coming here. You know, it's almost like if Urban Meyer had sons or 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 brothers that coached with him, them are going to go coach at Michigan. Or if Nick Saban had a son or a brother who coached with him, how would it look if, if he went to go coach at Auburn after Saban? It, it's just not a good look, especially with the bad blood in these programs. And not bad blood in the sense that they hate each other. It's just a rivalry. It's one of the biggest rivalries. You know, anybody knows anything when it comes to the Texas OU rivalry. Mike Stoops did a lot of underhanded um, negative recruiting when it came to Texas, basically telling kids, like, even in an 01 to 02 three time frame when we were rocking and getting 10 wins a season, that, hey, if you're going to Texas, you don't like football or you don't want to be successful in football. There's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. So I really don't have a problem with, with this going on. But, you know, even if, even if Texas hired Mike Stoops as the linebacker coach, you know, you have to look at his past and see what has he done lately in the past 10, 15 years when it comes to defense that would warn him becoming the uh, linebacker coach here at the University of Texas. So the main reason why I think he didn't get this job, not just because he's a stoops, that was a big reason also, but a big reason also was his de his defensive stat numbers and the points per game, you know, portion of the game, um, just from that standpoint alone, was not the greatest over, I don't know, his past 20 years or so. He had some great seasons early on at Oklahoma. You cannot deny that. And I got the stats pulled up here for you guys. So when he became the D.C. at OU in uh, 1919, or 1999, not 1919, 1999, his defense ranked 20 out of 114. Uh, in 2000, 5 out of 116. 01, 2 out of 117. 02, 6 out of 117. 03, 5 out of 117. You're talking about some great numbers for a defensive coordinator. Those numbers actually spawned him to go be the head coach of Arizona. Now, he's a defensive minded guy, right? Played, um, played a strong safety out of Iowa, so he knows defenses. But he goes to Arizona and has some horrible seasons when it comes to defense. So let's just run through it. 04, he's a head coach there. 56 out of 120, 05, 64 out of 120, 06, 35 out of 119, 07, uh, 60 out of 120, 08, 33 out of 120, 09, 53 out of 120, uh, 2010, 
41 out of 120. 2011, 107 out of 120. This is a defensive-minded coach with those putrid numbers when it comes to defensive points per game, which is the metric that you need in the Big 12. I'll let you get yards all day long, but it's what you do and you know, in between the 20s. If I can limit you to field goals or no points or turnovers, sign of a great defense. You can you can run up and down between 20 and 20, but when it gets tight between the the 20 the yard line and the goal line, that's when I need that defense to step up. And he did that. I'm not gonna lie, from 1999 to 03 he did that. But from 2004 on was not the same coach. So he ends up leaving Arizona or gets fired, whatever, and then goes back to Oklahoma to be the co-defensive coordinator with his brother. All right. Um, so, well, he, he goes back to work for his brother to be the co-defensive coordinator at OU. So let's just look at his numbers at OU during his second stint. 2012, 51 out of 124. 2013, 23 out of 125. Good year for defense for him. 2014, 56 out of 128. 2015, 29 out of 128, good year for him, but then it gets putrid again. 2016, 69 out of 128, 2017, 68 out of 130, and 2018, they were 101 out of 130. When it comes to defense, points per game for a defense in the Big 12, you can't let that happen. That averaged out, guys, to a 57 out of 128. Basically, he was a middle-of-the-road defensive coordinator at a Blue Blood program. Can't happen. Uh, you know, so when Bob Stoos finally retires, Mike Stoos stays on as a defensive coordinator um, with the new coach, Lincoln Riley. All right. So he he did that for a couple of years. Those those last two years, especially that one on one out of one thirty. He's out of there. Lincoln Riley's next two years after he hires, if not mistaken, Alex Grinch, who's really turned that defense around. 2019, they went 64 to 127. So they jumped up uh, 27 points. Uh, in one year in points per game. And then uh, down in 2020, that defense was 29 out of 127. So you you see the trend. When Stoops was there from 2012 to 2018, the defense got worse pretty much every year, um, you know, culminating in a 101 out of 130 teams when it comes to points per game. The two years Grinch was there, uh, it goes down. It goes down uh, 27 spots the first year he's there and then actually goes down 35 points down to 29 out of 127 in this last year. So you see the trend going down. So not only do I not like, I didn't like the the initial announcing of the hire because I just don't think his defenses were worth pretty much anything when, when he was a DC post his first stint at, at Oklahoma, but also Mike Stoops has never coached linebackers. I think the well, no, I take that back. He coached linebackers one time, and I think that was in like 1991 or 93 or something like that. So it's been a while since since he's coached linebackers. So he's hasn't been well versed in that area. He's always either coached defensive backs or just what's the DCS a whole. So in saying that, guys, we have to understand we gave. Uh, the Texas brass, a lot of hell, and these previous coaches, a lot of hell for having comfort hires. And what I mean by comfort hires is them bringing their guys in that really weren't qualified for this job. And they haven't done uh, that level of job in years or a good level at that job in years. They brought comfort hires. You can see uh, with Tom Herman bringing in Todd Orlando and pretty much his whole staff from Houston. We saw that with Charlie Strong bringing in his whole staff from Louisville. Those guys should have never been here in Texas. Sark assembled a great staff, guys, a great staff. And now he wanted to hire basically Mike Stoops. That was a comfort hire for him because he knew him. Hey, we can't get mad at the Texas brass for, 
for uh, not jumping in in the last two coaching, you know, you know, 10 years when they hired their comfort hires, but when they hire a guy who shouldn't be here in the first place, when when Sark hires a guy or says that he's going to hire a guy, they jump in and say that guy is a comfort hire. He's a stoops. We're not bringing him in. You, you, you can't have it both ways. So I, I think actually Texas got the better out of the out of the two when they did not hire Mike Stoops and got Jeff Choate, head coach out of Montana State. I think he's a rainmaker when it comes to uh, uh, coaching guys. He was one of those guys, and I did this in you know a, a previous episode. He coached defensive linemen, you know, for Washington. He coached at Boise State, and he has a working relationship with Coach PK. So I think this is going to be a better marriage between uh, Choate and Coach PK when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, especially the linebackers, because when he coached the defensive line at uh, Washington. Basically, he coached a bunch of those guys on the outside, which are basically outside linebackers slash defensive ends, and they got a bunch of sacks, some of the most sacks that any of those guys had in their career. You know, you look at just on the defensive line side of the house, Danny Shelton uh, had his best season underneath Choate. Um, I forgot the guy's name. Um that uh, he was a second-round pick for the Saints. He had like 19 sacks. He had his best season underneath uh, Choate. And, uh, yeah, he, he just really uh, – cultivated the talent that they had there at Washington. Here at Texas, he's going to have better talent to work with. So I like the Jeff Choate hire better than uh, Mike Stoops. Um, and, hey, it is what it is. So leave me a comment. What do you guys think? Did Texas handle this right when it came to getting rid of uh, Mike Stoops or not bringing him on board? Um, you know, just give me a yes or no down there in the comments, guys. But on that note, guys, I am done for this day. Uh, like I always say in all of my uh, podcasts, guys, and my YouTube channels, I always say, do you guys. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. Nino's Corner, I am out.